time for dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Halloween month comes to a close with a movie that I know we both had been waiting to see Mm -hmm. and since seeing it, just itching to talk about. I know. It's kind of been torture. (laughs) We saw this uh, right when it came out, the Thursday that it came out. Mm -hmm. It's the most recent movie that we've ever done on the show. Like We've never gone to the movies and yeah. reviewed that movie, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> so that's pretty cool. <laughs> Before we even get into this movie, we never did an episode on Halloween 2018. Right. Um, which I don't mind having to differentiate by saying the year because at yeah. least it rhymes, you know, <laughs> could be worse. Yeah. The general consensus between the two of us on that one was that we liked it. Yeah, it was you know? pretty dope. Yeah, like I was definitely a big, big fan of the like narrative choice mm-hmm. to start it after the first movie, have none of the other movies count. Right. Leave it at Laurie Strode, Michael Myers, two separate families. They're not related. None of that bullshit that comes in. Right. Like everything we watched this month. Yeah. You know, um, everything we watched this month, with the exception of one tiny little snippet, is completely null and void. For yeah, this none week. of that matters anymore. <laughs> uh, when it comes to this new Halloween timeline, which I am totally here for, yeah, uh, there is so much stuff I am here for <laughs> in these movies that seems to be somewhat divisive. I don't know, like. I was looking. Have you looked into any of the like reactions to I, the, the the movie that we're doing this month? I haven't. Or this week, sorry. <laughs> I haven't, but I just from scrolling through Facebook and Reddit and things like mm-hmm. I know that there are people that are on total opposites, like of this movie. I'm not yeah. sure what about. Yeah, it it, <laughs> it was a little bit. Um, a little bit of a shocker to me. Like, I, I, I guess I want to get it out there since we haven't talked about it at all. And obviously the movie that we are talking about this week, just to have the official <laughs> uh, title drop, is the 2021 American slasher film Halloween Kills. Yes. Uh, been waiting for it for a long time, ever since mm-hmm. they announced that they were making a sequel to that Halloween 2018 yes and then it gets pushed and then you're waiting and you're waiting so it's finally here big mm-hmm. big long build up to it mm-hmm. so just to get it out of the way off the top of the bat did you like it I did I did too like I didn't love it I wasn't yeah. sitting like I the way I described it to Miles because he asked me because he was gonna go see it the next day he's like so what'd you do what'd you do and I just told him I was like it was a blast. Yeah. It's not a game changer, but holy fuck. It's, it was so oh, fun. It was, it was so much fun. Uh, and it blows my mind. I'm so glad we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> like, it blows my mind that people are so cynical about, like, this movie. Like, I, I, I there's things that I totally understand narrative-wise mm-hmm. for people to be like, eh, that, that going in that direction doesn't do it for me you know like mm-hmm. those sorts of things we'll definitely get into that because there yeah. was plenty of stuff where i was kind of like nah, you know like ah, yeah. you know like I, I i wasn't just like wide-eyed at the screen the entire time like <laughs> this is the greatest <laughs> there's plenty to critique yeah but then there, there's other stuff where i've seen people talk about the opening sequence or not the opening sequence but this the the first sequence of michael 
killing all those firefighters shown in the trailer. Everybody knows about that mm-hmm. being like the big opening Michael set piece. Yeah. I've seen people complain about that. People who say that they are like fans of this franchise for all this stuff. And that was just too far. Like, I was like, in p- what possible way is that too far? Yeah. He can't swing a Halligan. Like, like he kills someone with a scythe. In Halloween 5, like he uses a (laughs) surgical machete in The Curse of Michael Myers. Like, I don't understand what about this. Like, he murders that whole room of doctors. Mm -hmm. He can, he kills a lot of people at once, plenty of times in the series. He's killed, he's killed the entire police force multiple (laughs) times. Yes, exactly. Like, him taking out one. One fire like faction crew. of firefighters. Not yeah. even, not, that's likely not even the entire department. Because like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. grew up a firefighter child. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. First off, <laughs> those guys were not fighting that fire correctly. <laughs> that makes it sound like you were a child firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You know, starting, fighting, whatever. Having had a like connection to the fire department mm-hmm. for a very long time, I am fine with this. Like... Yeah, I mean, first off, it's a fucking movie. Yeah, exactly. How many cops has he killed over the years? How many, how many everything's has he killed over the years? I don't even mean people thinking it's too far him killing firefighters. People are complaining that it's like he killed so many people all at once. What is he like Superman or something? Really? Yeah, that's the that's the fucking complaint. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That was literally the like I wrote down into my notes. I I only got halfway through with notes and then I stopped taking them and just finished watching the movie again because <laughs> we watched it again yeah to like prepare for the episode since we had seen it a little while ago for me watching it again was a little bit of like okay let, let me just make sure I did actually in fact like this movie the way I'm remembering liking it and it wasn't just also the like appeal and excitement of being back in the theater because mm-hmm. obviously oh, yeah. that played into it a lot like having Absolutely. the whole experience and because we've just been watching movies at home. Mm-hmm, totally. It's a totally different beast. And yeah. And and also you can't discount the fact of like sitting and watching all these shitty sequels. Yes. Like <laughs> shittier. Like because like you look at this movie as a whole and you can kind of see how it has way more in common with all those shitty sequels than it does the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. Really. You know, it's mm-hmm. way more in the like, let's just kill a shitload of people increasingly ridiculous ways. Like. All that kind of nonsense. Yeah. So it's way more like spiritually aligned with those sequels. It's just so much fucking better. Yes. You know, like all the acting, all the directing, all the everything about it. It mm-hmm. is like a slick, polished, awesome killing machine of a movie. Yeah. There's you know, some like, like really artsy cuts to it at and, times. And I will fucking say this. And this was like part of the the like that opening sequence with Michael you know, escaping from the fire from the end of the the fucking last movie. Mm -hmm. Is that like, he is so terrifying in this movie. Yeah. He is like the, the design of how they burned his mask Mm -hmm. to like, just singe it in that, like in, in just, just a part of it. Yeah. You know, and the hair is all matted down on that side from the flames and stuff. Like Mm -hmm. it just looks menacing Mm -hmm. and him just like stepping out of the fire onto that porch and seeing everyone there and everyone just looking at him like what the fuck i love that firefighter's line just the fuck is that yeah like not who what 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 the fuck is that yeah (laughs) like it's amazing and then he just goes ham on all the firefighters 
I love that moment when he's just done with the Halligan. Mm-hmm. He's like, slaughter, 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 hold that guy up in the air, slaughter some more. And then he's like, okay, I'm done with this. And goes and grabs it and turns the saw on the person and everything. Like, yeah. all of it is amazing. It's such a perfectly executed, like, mayhem slasher moment. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I am baffled that people were like, she really shouldn't have been that way. Like, he should have just, what, like, slipped out the back door and slunk off into the woods or something? Like, why would you not want yeah. this amazing, like, slaughter scene at the beginning of your Halloween sequel? Seriously. Like, it's a slasher movie. Let him go slash. Yeah, and... What and the, oh, it's such a fucking perfect tool. And the <laughs> fact that, like, has it been used? Yeah, like, I, I have no idea if they've ever used a Halligan in another slasher movie. Like, ugh. I'm sure they have because there's been a billion, yeah. you know, like, low-budget, no-budget slashers that mm-hmm. someone surely has done that. Yeah. But definitely not in the Halloween saga, at least as far as I can remember, you know? <laughs> it's not like we watched them or anything. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it's an amazing fucking slashing scene. And and for some reason it gets criticized right off the bat. And it's like, if you're not on board with that, then like just then just shut it off. Yeah, go home. Because what the fuck else are you looking for in Halloween kills? <laughs> you know, like, like it's I it's in the I, fucking I, title. Yeah, I'm typically not that like pedantic about stuff like that. Like, well, it's called Halloween kills. What did you expect? But legitimately, what did you expect? <laughs> the trailer shows him murdering all these firefighters and many more people, and mm. with many more to come, surely. When you see the movie itself, mm-hmm. um, I I do not understand what like what is yeah. lacking. I don't I don't get it. And the like the sequences themselves, I thought were fantastic. Like people yeah. have such <laughs> hard times with the characters in these movies. I've noticed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the <clears throat> Sandra and her husband, the first two to go after yeah. he escapes and everything. People like just have a problem with that because they're just like, oh, what's with that whole like drone thing? That's not that's not funny. So it ruins the whole thing. Like, really? It ruins the whole thing. It ruins the entire thing because you just happen to not find this one joke funny. Yeah. In a scene where the like literally the entire point of that scene is how does Michael get a knife? Yeah. That's the whole point of that scene. He murders people and he steals the knife at the end of the sequence. Yeah. He needs to start making his way towards home and he needs a knife. Yeah. He's got to get his knife. This is exactly the same as the scene when he sneaks in and steals the knife from the the old couple in Halloween Mm 2. Except in this case, he brutally murders them instead of leaving them alone. Yeah. Because this is Halloween kills. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that whole sequence I thought was Michael is like most fucking terrifying. The way everything came together. Oh. The score... In the background, it's like like the the when he's in the bathroom and the guy sees him and he's like, oh holy shit, he's wearing a monster mask and you know being a goofball. I was like, okay, whatever. It's once he like you know takes the husband out mm-hmm. and Sandra runs to the back door and tries unlocking it and just turns and sees Michael in the doorway and she just starts bawling. Yeah, because holy fuck, that's the most terrifying thing in on the planet mm-hmm. is that Michael Myers is standing there in your doorway. Yeah. And then there's that quick little shot where his eyes dart over to the like fluorescent lights above the sink mm-hmm. and you see his eyes like very clearly. Yeah. And then he gets over there, pops the light out of it, drops the room into darkness, eyes are gone. Yeah. Just blackness. And then he breaks it and looks over at her, and it's terrifying. It is so fucking terrifying. <sighs> like, no longer am I at that point where I could have nightmares about it, I think. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I could, if this had come out when I was a kid, <laughs> and it was like, here's the new Michael Myers movie, 
nightmares for days. Holy <laughs> shit. And also just to jump in there because I wrote into my notes several times. Uh, I when I want to get the name right because I always forget the order of the names. James Jude Courtney. Amazing as the shape. Yes. He is like after watching all these fucking Michaels this month, mm-hmm. all these dog shit Michaels. <laughs> truthfully, yeah. they're bad. Yeah. When you really get down to it, seeing him just doing simple motions that head turn and walk to the sink to break it mm-hmm. is just like the like just it's such economical movements you know there's no excess anything yeah he's just doing things mm-hmm. and using the energy where he needs to never more than he needs to it seems if there's something like just terrifying about it but it's he just he does it so well <laughs> it's so good i could talk for days about how this movie opens Mm -hmm. and i think it's one of those things that like really gives the movie a little bit of a like okay i'll i'll deal with the way that this movie kind of doesn't end Mm -hmm. in in a in a way where you're like it's it's a uh an avengers infinity war kind of moment where you're like (laughs) there's a whole nother half that's coming this didn't really end like you could and Halloween 2018 mm-hmm. and be like, it worked. He burned to death. The movie's over. Yeah. No more but, Michael. Yeah. But the end of this movie, it's like, well, okay, there's the sequel hook. There's the, this is going to keep going kind of thing. So mm-hmm. you're a little bit like, ah, we didn't really get a full movie sort of mm-hmm. in a way. It's like, we got a really extended rampage sequence <laughs> in a way. Um, but I, I give so much leeway because of how much I love that prologue. Mm-hmm. That 1978 Haddonfield prologue is, I I uh, said, I love. said, oh, chef's kiss. Oh my God. I said immediately, I was like, I could have watched a Halloween 2 set in 1978 yeah. done now. Exactly. Like, I didn't want it to end when yeah. that whole thing ended and it was like, now we're going to the rest of the movie. I was like, oh shit. That's right. I wanted more. Yeah, I was like, there's a whole movie set now that has to happen that I was completely forgetting about because I just wanted more of this. Um, Huge thing. I don't know if you've seen any. I mean, you said you haven't really looked into much, so I don't know if you've even heard about this. Dr. Loomis in that flashback. Mm -hmm. You remember how we noticed in the credits that it was like, oh, Tom Jones, like the guy who was the prop master or whatever played loomis mm-hmm. like oh that's interesting he must ha- his body must look a lot like him and then they put his face on there was he in a green man suit it was prosthetics <gasps> that was his that like that was him with facial prosthetics to look like Holy donald Pleasant. yeah th- there was no digital trickery on his face i mean maybe there was like a touch-up if there was like a little seam or something yeah but it was an actual prosthetic piece put on him to make him look uh-huh. Uh-huh. that much like Donald Pleasance. Holy shit. Right? Oh my God. Amazing. It, wow. And that's, that's insane like- to me. Cause I like, I like looked closely at that mm-hmm. and I was like, what? I, I you know could what have it- sworn it was digital. Oh yeah. And the reason why is because like he doesn't do the voice. Mm-hmm. The voice was like, you know, dubbed in. And it's the yeah. same guy who they got to do those like tapes in Halloween 2018 that the podcasters are listening to. Mm, That's mm-hmm. Dr. Loomis's voice. They got this guy. So he does the voice. So it's dubbed over. So when he looks up the stairs at Hawkins and he says, did Michael kill again? Uh-huh. It doesn't match. Yeah. The way the guy says it in the voiceover doesn't match the mouth 
motions <laughs> that the guy on set did. And so it like makes it seem like, oh, that was digitally messed with. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it wasn't. That's it's just so bad fucking ADR. wild. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a little bit of a bummer, but like, holy shit. Oh, man. I, yeah. And the, the like, literally probably my favorite shot in all of like Halloween dumb because of just how like absolutely amazing it is. Like, I love that first movie so, so much. Mm-hmm. And one of my first notes was like, I wish I could add this to the end of the original. Like, watch yeah. the original movie. And when, when Michael disappears, cut to Hawkins mm-hmm. searching Haddonfield. And then, and then this all happens and end it with that absolutely gorgeous final shot where oh. they mimic that crane shot from the opening of the first movie when he's a little kid mm-hmm. and they're just pulling back on Michael standing there with all the cops guns drawn that like blaring yeah. version of that alternate theme oh. just like holy fuck and Loomis standing on the porch behind him like mm-hmm. I the fact that it cuts immediately to the titles mm-hmm. right there I was like that was why I was so disappointed I was like this is amazing <laughs> keep going don't ever stop and then it was like the rest of the movie like yeah. oh, <laughs> like shit. The, the movie that you're actually here to see yeah like, like oh act, I mean uh, kind of uh, <laughs> that honestly as soon as I heard about that that was what I kind of had been looking forward to the most <laughs> like I, I was so certain that they were going to put the care into it that they did. Mm-hmm. And it shows like it's oh, amazing yeah. what they did to make it seem like it was shot in the seventies. The mm-hmm. look of everybody, the perfect pristine Michael mask, because of course this yeah. was the first night he ever did anything like it's, and it looks like the original as best as you probably could possibly do. And especially after these shitty sequels loved seeing the Myers house the care that go, that the care that went in to making the Myers house a central plot point of this movie like throughout the entire movie mm-hmm. is amazing and i love it the, like that is like a, a kind of unflashy fan service you know what yeah. i mean it's like there's not a whole lot of people who are like woo that original Myers floor plan yeah. woo you know what i mean like that's kind of a silly thing to be like rooting for there is uh, this weird attempt, and it's something that, like, you eventually are going to get to. It's it's part of the territory. It's something that, like, even though I don't even particularly like it, I'm at least not, like, blind to the fact that, like, yeah, there's no other way to go. That they're going to try to do some sort of tiny little explanation mm-hmm. of what he's doing, why he does it, or at least give some sort of, like, constant that you can base a theory on even if it's not really telling you like the cult told him to do it you know or anything like that (laughs) um and it's just like yeah at a certain point the movie is probably gonna have to reckon with that because otherwise literally what are we watching Mm -hmm. like is it just he just goes around and he kills just yeah in circles randomly until somebody stops him like there has to be something that he's doing yeah you know what i mean like and since Lori is no longer the mm-hmm. like target target yeah, yeah exactly the target anymore like it makes sense in some way to be like okay let's put a focus on his house mm-hmm. and you know this this uh new flashback shows that once he was done killing and loomis shot him he went home mm-hmm. so it would make sense that he then, in this case, when he escapes from 
the burning house, mm-hmm. he would go home. Like it gives you that little, yeah. you know, like oh, that's sort of what he does. We yeah. don't know why. We don't know what it is. There's something about a window, you know, but, just, he, yeah. but he needs to go home. He, he wants to go home. He's like driven to go home somehow. Yeah. That's just going to happen. You mm-hmm. have to do something. <laughs> and I'm not necessarily like thrilled with all the like pontificating that everyone does about like why was he staring out of his sister's window like why does everyone know that story (laughs) it seems like multiple people do and it's like wasn't it just hawkins who heard that story from his partner that he shot yeah (laughs) like so he told it to other people and then the word got around i guess guess. like everybody just seems to know that people would see him yeah i guess it's just like in the history of him it's like oh yeah and he was always fucking up there yeah they never mentioned it before but it wasn't you know relevant we didn't care yeah uh (laughs) (laughs) you know like if that was a huge thing you'd think that that would be where loomis and Brackett would go when they go to the house in the original movie yeah they'd be like let's go fucking up to the room because that's where he would definitely be Mm because of that whole standing in the window thing yeah that totally (laughs) happened (laughs) so like I don't love that stuff. It doesn't like thrill me to be like, oh, he, it's there's like, uh, it's the house, it's the window, it's it's what he sees through the window. I, I don't know. Like, it, it there's no real explanation, but it kind of tries to. Yeah. And then there's all the shit that Lori's babbling about in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> about like he he's becoming more powerful with every person he kills and maybe he can't be killed but he's a man but he can't be killed like yeah. they go back and forth on shit so often well like he's a dude <laughs> but he's not yeah he's a man who should die but he is immortal don't forget that <laughs> like yeah. wait a minute you know like the 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 central storyline of the people of Haddonfield getting together to kill Michael Myers because he's back and he's murdering people again mm-hmm. I liked. When the trailers came out and that was sort of the direction that it was clearly going. Yeah. You know, like, okay, yeah, totally. Like these people who are like, fuck this fucking guy. Yeah. Like he came back and he did this again. <laughs> fuck this guy. Um, it was like the most sort of realistic of all the Haddonfields we'd seen mm-hmm. in terms of like giving a shit, mm-hmm. you know, because all the other Haddonfields and all those, those other sequels were always like, Michael, who? Yeah. What the fuck? At, <laughs> at most, two pickups full of, like, drunken... Yeah, some hicks yeah. would come. Like, I, I, I almost felt like it was an homage at the end when Michael's in that <laughs> circle of, like, cars and people and those pickups just, like, yeah. roll in. Like, I was expecting to hear, like, bottles clinking in there. Like, <laughs> Yes, they come to a stop. Cocking uh, the shotgun as they step out. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> but like, I I liked it because it was like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, like, that's just a cool way to go. Instead of it being like, and then he slinks around town again, mm-hmm. and nobody believes he's out there, so he just slinks around and kills. Like, so it's the exact same thing as the last movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Okay, that would be lame. So in this case, like sort of going to him, mm-hmm. uh, which obviously does not or end trying. well. Yeah, trying to go to him uh, does not end well for many of the people. And Lori is, you know, convinced in that 2018 movie that Michael is coming to get her, that he will eventually come to get her. Yes. And in that movie, like it's like I liked that it was part of that movie and not something that this movie had to retcon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked that, in fact, Michael really had no aims or direction of going towards Lori. Right. He was more than happy just wandering Haddonfield and killing random people. Mm-hmm. Until you know? he found his house. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> essentially, like yeah. they they don't go into that in that one. Like that's yeah. not a part of the story in that one. But I guess you kind of would have to make the assumption that like wherever he wound up, mm-hmm. you know, he was on his way home and then was like, well, I got to go down this street. I might as well kill the people in the next three houses and then just does. Yeah. You know, like because that's what he does. Yeah. And then shortly after that is when Hawkins and his doctor like hit him with the car and then Sartain kills or tries to kill Hawkins. He apparently doesn't. Yeah. As the beginning <laughs> of this movie shows. Uh, and it's Sartain who drives Michael to Lori's house Mm -hmm. and then Michael kills him and then he gets out and he's like well here's the nearest house yeah and home is way far away across town now yeah because this asshole drove me all the way out here Mm -hmm. so I'm just gonna make my way this way and kill whoever's in my way and go home and it just so happened (laughs) that the home he went to had been safeguarded against him specifically Mm -hmm. (laughs) with a trap that he had no way of knowing was there because he didn't give a shit. Yeah. He doesn't care that that's Laurie Strode's house. No, that was just a house. Yeah, he just went to the house and he was like, fuck, this one was well prepared. Yeah. Compared to the others. Who <laughs> this the is normally fuck like, is this bitch? Yeah, right? Like, there's <laughs> almost a sense of, like, who the fuck are you? Like, yeah. he, like he almost doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. And so in this movie, Laurie is still convinced that Michael is out to get her. Mm-hmm. And so is Karen. Thankfully... The granddaughter. Why don't I remember her name? Allison, yes. Uh, Thankfully, she, you know, was present Mm -hmm. and knows what happened. Yes. And knows that it wasn't Michael who went to the house. It was his doctor. I liked her line of, like, it was his obsession, not Michael's, Mm -hmm. to sort of nail that home. And throughout the movie, you know, we get introduced to adult Tommy Doyle, (laughs) fucking Anthony Michael Hall, which is just, like, so insane to think about uh, John Hughes month. Yeah, and all those Anthony Michael Hall roles, and then like this is him now. Yeah, like whoa, he grew up. Look at him. I love it. <laughs> yeah, like which is so hysterical too, because it's like he was an adult before I was born. Like I know, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, like it's not a thing. Um, but like you know, so we're introduced to him. He's hanging out with the survivors crew mm-hmm. from the original movies. So there's Lindsay, there's there's uh, there's Chambers, mm-hmm. there's Lonnie who gets like shoehorned into the group, where like the others get footage from Halloween, yeah, and then he gets footage from the beginning of this movie that looks kind of like it was from Halloween, yeah, <laughs> to show like they all experienced. Mm-hmm. Something with Michael Myers, and that had to get the connection because Lonnie is Cameron's, Cameron's dad. dad. Cameron is Allison's boyfriend-ish. Yeah, yeah which is like I Rocky liked, yeah, after yeah. The, after 2018. Yes, uh, I liked that in the original movie. Like there was something interesting about like oh Lonnie when they mentioned that Cameron is Lonnie's kid. Like oh Lonnie, you know mm-hmm. from the original one. Like that's funny that it's like. Sort of a small town syndrome of like, oh, she's dating the son of the, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Um, <clears throat> so I really liked seeing Lonnie. I liked adult Lonnie. Yeah. Like there was a, a, a sort of like simpleton charm to him. Like the fact that he's just sitting there getting drunk and laughing at those like terrible ventriloquist jokes <laughs> is like, this dude doesn't ask for much. No. Tommy is especially messed up. He yeah. gives that. Uh, at times rambling, mm-hmm. uh, at other times inappropriate <laughs> kind of speech. Like the whole thing is basically just like an exposition dump about like what happened that night and how it's affected mm-hmm. those characters from that original movie that are now back. Yeah. And like his explanation of what happened, 
you know, like, well, you know, 40 years ago, man in a white mask, you know, stalked around town and killed people and all that is like, okay, it's a little weird, but you know, it is true history of the town and that happens. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he starts spotlighting uh, Lindsay and Marion and Lonnie with the thing to like mm-hmm. explain how they were all affected. And it's like, okay, did you tell them that you were going to do that? Yeah. Is you this know, like, like a Halloween tradition? Yeah. Like something about it seemed like, you know, like when it went to Lindsay, she really didn't look like she wanted the light on her. Yeah. And I was like, other than doing the quick flashes when it went to them to show the things that happened, mm-hmm. it just felt inappropriate for Tommy to be yeah. doing this. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then the end of it, he just goes off the rails about like he was a man, but he was he had the power more than a mortal man. Is he the boogeyman? Is he real? Who knows? And I wrote, who knows? You know. You know. Yeah, he's very much real. He's a man. He's Michael Myers. And then his next line is, who's next? And it's like that's threatening. That's yeah. a weird thing to say to this crowd. <laughs> All trying to have a good time. That's very strange. And then he's just like, yeah, all I know is that the boogeyman's coming for me, and he's coming for you. Like, oh, God, what? Like, boy, he's not going to get us. Because we won't. The line specifically is, we will never succumb to fear. And I wrote, oof. Because, <laughs> like, I, again, it's another thing that a lot of people seemingly have a problem with. Like, I don't mind the fact that Haddonfield is stupid. Yeah. That they, like, devolve into stupidity and chaos. And that even somebody like Tommy Doyle you know, mm-hmm. we'll do stupid shit in the name of this stuff. Yeah. It sort of uh, blew my mind in that opening flashback thing that Hawkins and his partner just sort of stumble on the Myers home and go like, huh, maybe let's look in here. Mm-hmm. Like, really? No, that wasn't a spot immediately. Like, yeah. Loomis didn't go like, someone check his home. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like, <laughs> you were there earlier and you know he was there. Mm-hmm. So like, why is this not cop ground zero? It was kind of blowing my mind that nobody else was there. But then in a moment that I actually kind of liked, like when, when Hawkins shoots his partner, because it's obviously he's like, he's got to try to take a shot and try to hit Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. And he's got his partner in front of him. Yeah. Uh, It's kind of hard to fault him. Yeah. For killing him. Like it's Michael Myers. Yeah. He's he's there. I don't know, man. It's, you can't just be like, could you just please let him go? Because he's soon, he's just going to be dead anyway. Yeah. He's going to kill him and strangle him. And then, and then what, (laughs) what are you going to do? He's dead now. (laughs) Um, but I love the fact that he shoots his partner and Hawkins like momentary, like, Oh, like shock that Michael like senses that mm-hmm. and notices that it's the perfect time to leave because mm-hmm. he's just holding him there, gets shot in the neck. He starts bleeding. Hawkins like just lowers his, his aim a little bit in mm-hmm. like, Oh God, what did I do? And Michael's like, peace. <laughs> and he yep. just drops the partner and walks out because yeah. he knows he has that like split second to mm-hmm. like, Ooh, and it can do it. And I really, that seems so methodical. I mm-hmm. loved it. But then Michael leaves the house you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Hawkins kind of chases and takes a shot, but then Michael walks out the front door and then all the cops show up and they surround him and he's there and he gets captured. Where was Michael going? You know what I mean? Like if his if his point is to go to the house mm-hmm. and he gets to the house and then some cops show up at the house and he's like, oh, these fuckers. So then he goes and he goes to, you know, and he goes to kill the one cop mm-hmm. who's standing in the window and he goes and he tries to murder him. And then Hawkins shows up. So once that other cop's dead, why isn't Michael just circling back around and killing Hawkins and being like, all right, now my house is undisturbed. Now I am here in my house undisturbed. (laughs) But instead, he's like, fine, I'm going to leave. Where's he going? It was weird that they didn't really show us 
what happened as Michael walked out of that house. Mm-hmm. He like walks out and then you see all the cops lining up and they're all like looking, but mm-hmm. you don't see Michael coming out of the house. So it's like, but then Loomis runs into the house to talk to Hawkins. So it's like, did Loomis just like pass Michael on the stairs? Yeah. Like, excuse me, <laughs> as he went into like, what happened there? So Michael walked out, stood on the lawn and just like froze. Apparently. And everyone had their guns on him. And then they're like, let's check the house. I guess he's done. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, not, he's, he's okay. finished. Yeah. I don't know. But then now thinking about it, it makes it seem the way that that last moment looks like the beginning of the first movie when it cranes out on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just, I mean, but he didn't kill him. I was going to say someone just died in the room. And then he leaves the house and walks out like as a kid, he killed his sister and then comes and walks out yeah. the house. So it's like, so he, so someone has to stand on that spot. Yeah. He kills them and he walks out of the house and he's done. So his curse is that if someone stands on that spot in that house, <laughs> that's his spot. Yeah. If you stand there, he kills you. Yeah. Which obviously happens at the very end. Uh, yeah. Like in a in a crazy ending that I, I I'm sure that we will get into a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um. But like that suddenly seems like the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like Michael kills to get home because he's a murderer and he loves murdering. Yeah. But really, all he's trying to do is to get home to make sure his spot is good. Yeah. <laughs> because if anyone's on that spot, he will kill them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, so what does that mean? And the movie's like, we have no intention of telling you. Yeah. And do you really want to know? And it's like, truthfully, no, because I love the mystery of Michael Myers. But at the same time, positing this weirdness is just like, (laughs) well, uh, any other explanation doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, there must be a specific thing about this window that that I don't know if they really have an intention of of telling us. (laughs) Um, But seeing all of those old characters, they all are like clearly super duper affected by Michael. Yeah. And uh, like Michael is incredibly important to them. And it seems like they mean nothing to him. Oh, yeah. And that this movie is like kind of like it's it's going the like complete anti of the of the other sequels of all of that shit where it's like in the end, Tommy Doyle winds up really important when he foils the cult and steals (laughs) the baby and does, you know what I mean? Like where they're really important or, you know, even like H2O where it's like, and oh, Laurie Strode's alive and she gets him in the end, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, no, none of them matter. They don't get their heroic moments. Yeah. You know, like Marion tries to get a heroic moment. Mm -hmm. Like this one's for Dr. Loomis. And it seems like all that does is make Michael pissed off that she even mentioned that guy. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like, so this was for Dr. Loomis and you fucking didn't even kill me? That's actually a pretty good tribute. Stabby, stabby, stab. <laughs> You're done, so I'm out of here. And the fact that it was Marion, like, oh, shit, she's well from the original movie. And yeah. Holy shit. And she, she goes fairly quickly into the movie. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, that's what this is about. This yeah. is not like Scream, where the main characters who come back all always live until at least the third act. Yeah. And then maybe somebody gets killed or whatever. Mm-hmm. In this case, they're like, nah, fuck it. Marion's gone. Anyone like, can what? die. Holy shit, Marion's gone? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and like I honestly loved it. I oh, love yeah. the fact that it made it seem like all these people, like, I mean, it sounds weird to say I loved it because it sounds really sad, <laughs> but like it's it's interesting to me. I like the aspect 
that all that to all of these people, Michael is the most important thing that has ever happened in their lives. Mm-hmm. And to him, they're fucking nothing. He doesn't yeah. give a shit. He's like, I am going home. Who the fuck are you? Them going to him is the only real reason they get killed by him. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, like, if they weren't looking for him and putting themselves in his path, yeah. then, like, Tommy Doyle probably could have stayed at that bar all night. Yep. Michael never crosses his path, goes home, the cops show up, who knows what happens. Yeah. But Tommy Doyle certainly doesn't die. Yeah. But then because he has all this, like, pent-up anger and issues about the whole thing and just mm-hmm. cannot let it go and let someone else deal with it. Yeah. There it is. Also, he's friends <laughs> with Lonnie. I mean. Who has a, a tackle box full of guns. Yeah, that also doesn't help. he has for some of them. Some of them. That certainly doesn't help the issue. Um, I mean, the mob is, uh, despite there being plenty of moments of like, Okay, let's maybe pump the brakes here a little bit on the ridiculousness. <laughs> um, mostly including all those like insane doctors or or like nurses, like pushing people over, yeah, who are like, like running through. Like in my head, when I was thinking about it, I was like, "Oh yeah, those people were fucking insane." And then when I watched it again, I was like, "Okay, it's ac- it actually wasn't that bad." Like it was, it was like panic, yeah. But it wasn't like what I had thought of in my head. I think I had put together the doctor running into Lori. You know what I mean? When he's like, because really all he does is he says, get out of the way. Mm -hmm. And he tries running past her and runs into her. And then she kind of, she's the one who goes a little crazy. Yeah, she knees him him and like throws him on the ground. And then hurts herself, like pops a stitch or something. Like he was definitely being rude. Yeah. And and like uh, over the top in his like escape attempt. Like get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. But either way, still like she kind of went crazy. Yeah. And then the other one that kind of pushes Karen is another case of like someone who's just like, I'm leaving. I hear all these people running upstairs saying Michael Myers is this way. So I'm going the other direction. Yeah. And you're on the side of the stairs. I'm running down. Like, I'm going to bump in. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't say I'm sorry, obviously. Yeah. But, like, really, what more is he supposed to do? He's supposed to be, oh, sorry, ma'am. Like, I'll just let you pass through real quick. Like, he's running for what he thinks is his life. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, so it wasn't that crazy. But there is that quick shot that I did hate of that patient running up the stairs who's going like, ah. Ah, yeah, going all crazy, and I think in my mind I put those two together. I was mm. like that fucking doctor who was like, bruh, bruh, bruh. Was like, oh no, no, that was like a crazy person at the hospital. I don't know what that was supposed to be, really, but whatever. That was probably the only moment I really would like cut out. Like, yeah. no, no need of that shot. That was that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> but like the whole mob turning crazy and the like misinformation flying around Haddonfield. Oh, it's so accurate. I dug it so much. And the fact that it was like set up and made before all of this fucking pandemic shit mm-hmm. and the like insurrection. Like I could not help but think about those fucking lunatics mm-hmm. in that scene when the dude is locked between the doors. When Karen thinks she's like saved him. Yeah. And put him between the doors and the people are just crushing the doors with shit trying to burst it open mm-hmm. in just this like blind rage yeah over something they don't understand yeah and i was like that is so prescient that moment there mm-hmm. of these people like bashing through windows and shit like in doorways trying to get through to something where it's like you don't even understand what you're doing yeah you're being led astray by someone who doesn't know what they're talking about and you're about to murder this guy for it yeah i honestly dug it i was there for that whole penguin man subplot <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. i i don't i don't know like some people had a, had an issue with it, and they didn't think it was good. They were like, eh, "Leave that whole thing out. That was stupid." Like, I was, ah, no, I that know, shows you the like 
the madness that Michael Myers like causes this town to have. Like yeah. these people, they just go insane when they yeah. think that he's around. Like they hear mental patient. Like mm -hmm. he's wearing the same. Yeah, the, the sanitarium getup. Yeah. Yeah. None of these people know what he actually looks like. Right. Like obviously he's like a weird squat little penguin man, but like it's still either way. It's There's... a it's a madman looking guy with a cut mm -hmm. on his head. Like bleeding on the hospital floor yeah. with a sanitarium outfit on. Like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, and, and at the beginning, terrified. Yeah. Also, though, I think one of the like one of the little things that I don't know how much people noticed it, and I'm not saying that it would change somebody's mind. Like, I'm not saying like this little detail will fix it all for you. But I really liked it. Was that when they're in the bar and the news pops on about the escaped convicts? Yes. They're all looking up at it and they're talking about Michael Myers. Yes. In the meantime. The doctor nurse wife, I forget their names. She is a doctor, but she's dressed as a nurse for Halloween. Yeah. I honestly love that. I think, I think that's it's, amazing. It's hysterical. I don't understand why and people he's think. he's a nurse dressed yeah. as a doctor. Like, yeah. It's, it's people hysterical. People think the characters are too funny, that there's too much comedy. And it's like, there's so much horrific blood and gore. I welcome these little bits of like people being silly or just like noticing something goofy. Yeah. Like, what the? They wait, were, he's uh, a doctor. Okay, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, and they were kind of like reverse gender role sort of thing like she was being more yeah, like she was way more assertive yeah. and he's like oh i don't know about any okay, of this stuff all right, hon. <laughs> i thought that that yeah. kind of stuff was funny i did not mind it at all yeah um but yeah on the tv they show both penguin man and mm -hmm. then it goes to a shot of michael and the camera like gracefully rack focuses to tommy so mm -hmm. that we don't see michael's face up there mm -hmm. and so they're all talking about michael she doesn't know who michael is but she's like oh yeah i think i heard a story about that somewhere so when she gets in the car and sees someone in the back seat when she runs inside to tell them about it because mm -hmm. she sees the man she runs in and she's like it's that guy michael myers you were talking about <laughs> i saw him on the tv like it was the guy on the tv uh -huh. That must mean he's Michael Myers. Like, there's just that immediate misunderstanding that pushes this mob off. Yeah. And it's so, I don't know, I love it. I think yeah. it's perfect. <laughs> like, the thing of just someone who doesn't know better making a snap like, oh, yeah, it's Michael Myers. Yeah. Because of all the stuff I just put together. And it's like, well, you put it together wrong. Yeah. You don't know that, though. And you don't know what you've just sort of put in motion here. Yeah. Because then Tommy yeah. gets the bat and now it's time for that. Like, I understand people thinking a lot of the dialogue and shit in all those scenes is kind of dumb. I was not a huge fan of like, Tommy Doyle's going to fuck him up. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a silly line. Uh, right. and, and And Tommy <laughs> constantly saying evil dies tonight yeah. over and over and over and over. Like it just got like, okay, come on. We get it. We yeah. get it. I thought evil it was, uh, yeah, evil dies that you want to go. He's going to die tonight again. Uh, and I also wasn't a fan of how many times everybody said that it was 40 years ago. They say 40 in this movie at least 40 times. <laughs> Legitimately. It's like Tommy says it. that it was something about 40 years ago. Hawkins says 40 years ago. Even Cameron. He's like, this man has infected this town and both of our families for 40 years. Yeah, everyone knows that it's 40 years, so they mention it. Fucking Brackett mentions 40 years ago when he killed my daughter. Like, everyone has to frame it in the, it was 40 years ago. And everyone's like, we know what you're talking about. Yeah. It was when Michael Myers came back and murdered people. That one time. 40 years time. ago. <laughs> exactly. The one time, the only time it's ever happened. You know, like, we don't have to differentiate. This isn't the time it happened 20 years ago. Because that didn't happen anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say this real quick. Disappointed in Brackett. 
Yeah. I was disappointed in the role he was given of like, hey, look at the old geriatric fucking <laughs> hospital security guard bracket. Yeah. Like he's not actually in a in a position of power anymore. Yeah. His just... introduction was dumb where they're like, we're bringing in Laurie Strode. And it just, he's over there and he's like, Laurie Strode. Like, what the fuck? Oh, he works at this hospital? Oh, that's convenient that he's yeah. not just retired and at home mm-hmm. on Halloween where he like wouldn't want to be out <laughs> yeah. with anybody, you know? Like, right. Okay. On the, on the 40th anniversary. Yeah, of right. His like, of his daughter's death. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, he, he felt a little shoehorned in there. And I didn't mm-hmm. like his callback line when they're about to kill Michael. Like, everyone gets one good scare. And it's like, you said that to, like, Loomis. Yeah. What does it have to do with Michael? Like, do you assume that Michael is scared right now? Is he supposed to be scared? Like, when are, everyone surrounds him? Scared? Yeah, like, who's scared right now? <laughs> like, you guys all seem pretty scared. Yeah. And you should be. Michael seems calm. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty well composed. Another thing that people seem to have a problem with, and God damn it, I'm here for it. I wrote it into my notes. I am here for the Big John, Little John shenanigans. Yes! I loved I... both of those dudes. I loved their characters. I loved their whole sequences. It yes. was it, Everything about it was perfect to yes. me. I don't understand why anybody they're... could have an issue. Right? They're There's, so great. Like They're goofy. <laughs> There's a little bit of comedy to it. They're both just interesting guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen the guy who plays Big John before. He was in the uh, Breaking Bad movie, El Camino. Okay. Uh, but he kind of just plays like a generic, like, yeah, I'm like a tough guy, like, yeah, whatever. So seeing him be a little, like, sillier and more theatrical in this, I liked it. Uh, and then Michael McDonald, yeah. who is just amazing. And I was so frustrated seeing people make comments of, like, man, why would they cast that guy? All I could think was, like, oh, look what I can do. It's like, okay, look, it is not this movie's fault that you can't let go of a halfway decent sketch from 30 years ago. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> like, Michael McDonald has done so much shit mm-hmm. since then. He has directed so much stuff. He's been in so much stuff. Like, yeah. he is just great. Seriously. And people should get the fuck over it. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? children yeah like legitimately it bothers me so much like just like <laughs> and it took me completely out of the movie like, like really uh, what is your attention span seriously the fuck is wrong with you like when he popped up because i don't think they're in the trailers like i don't yeah, think I michael don't... mcdonald is in the trailer so when he pops up i'm like or I, I saw his name in the opening credits mm-hmm. and i was like oh really and then when this that whole thing came on, when fucking Big John's listening to that spooky record <laughs> and dancing around the room, I loved it. I was totally here for the like silly Halloween shenanigan gay guys. Yeah. I, uh, 100%. Yeah. I love their little sequence with those kids where they mm-hmm. tell the spooky story and scare them. I love Big John's line. They're like, get off my line, you little perverts. <laughs> <laughs> like that dude is great at yelling. Yeah. He's so good at it. I loved it. I was totally there for that. I was totally there for them eating their like cheeses and junk together. Yeah. That silly little like, moment just of being like being adorable. Yeah. And then I love the like, now they're at the back door. And he goes to check and they're nobody there. And then the knock is at the front and fucking Big John's like, Well, now they're at the front door. Something yeah. I don't know what it was. Because he's been just like smoking joints yeah, all smoking joints. That was my favorite part. Is he's talking about the bees, about how like bees shake their butts to communicate stuff. And little John is like, "What's in that honey?" And I'm like, "What about the joint he's been smoking all night? You don't think that's got something to do with it?" <laughs> but I was totally down for the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. the fact that it was like, yeah, if he's going home and somebody lives in his old home. They are in the path. Yeah. And thank you for giving us something that isn't just like, and then a husband and wife realize that something, you know what I mean? Or some yeah. dumb shit like that where it's like, there's something different, yeah. goofy. These Modern. guys are kind of silly. Like, yeah. 
like acknowledging oh, the, that gay people exist <laughs> yeah. and live together and that they're just like a couple who do things and mm-hmm. hang out and just like want to smoke and, pot and listen to records or watch yeah. movies and shit eat charcuterie like <laughs> yeah. come on totally dress up like in costumes and shit and, lo- mm-hmm. and love Halloween like what is wrong with this kind of character I don't get it yeah I don't know what the problem could fucking be and like obviously there's the like well as soon as they know someone's in their house they should immediately call the cops it's like yeah they should but it's a horror movie. Yeah. And you know what else is that all those firefighters, as soon as Michael Myers kills the first three, all turn and run and get back in the truck and drive away. Yeah. But they all decide to fight. Yeah. Because the rest of the scene has to happen because it's a fucking slasher movie. Seriously. Called Halloween Kills. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> like, I, oh, like, if they just leave the house... And they call the cops, then the cops show up, and we don't get another death scene. Yeah, we and also that's don't... what we're here for. <laughs> we also don't get Big John grabbing the cheese knife and saying, <laughs> I, I got, got this knife. I got this knife. <laughs> I've and... got this knife. I love their little, like, Marco Polo to yes. each other to, like, sort of keep a, keep tabs yeah. and make sure they're okay. Like, I, I don't understand what, like, people have complained that, like, oh, there was a bunch of laughter. Like, yeah, because it was funny. Yeah. Because they were charming and cute. Yeah. I, what is <laughs> wrong with that being in there? Seriously. Does it have to be sleazy, shitty girlfriend, boyfriend mm-hmm. for a slasher movie to work? Like, don't you feel a little bit worse for these guys? Because they were just, like, two people who live yeah. in a house together. Yeah. And, like, in love instead of, like, oh, those two fucking teenagers fucking in a barn mm-hmm. got killed. Like, they didn't know each other three hours ago. Yeah. Who fucking gives a <laughs> shit when they find each other dead? But little John seeing Big John was like, oh, my God. And he that's, kneels that's down and cries. Yeah. They have pictures together. Like, I don't know. It totally worked for me. Yeah. And I totally loved that, uh, the, the, the prosthetic for Big John when he gets his eyes gouged out. Like, that was clearly <laughs> mm-hmm. a fake head that he was able to push his thumbs into mm-hmm. and the spray that comes out of it. Like, yeah. way better than that shitty exploding head yes. <laughs> in Halloween 6. <laughs> this was, like, the prosthetic shit done right. Yeah. Also, real quick on the Big John, Little John situation. Loved what they did with the place. Seriously. That house was fucking gorgeous. Yeah, it was. I'd <laughs> like, live there. That was, it was, that was the greatest thing is that like the Myers house got like a glow up. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks fucking Finally. awesome. Yeah, like that was that was probably one of my favorite bits is like when they showed it mm-hmm. from the outside the first time and it was like, oh, and then you go in and you're like, this is amazing. These guys rock. Oh. Yes. So cool. Um, <laughs> but like, and it just makes sense that like, okay, Michael's going to go home. There's going to be victims. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they don't leave the house and call the cops. Yeah. Big John's high and it seems like little John does what Big John wants. Yeah. So it, that's what, that's why it happens that way. Okay. Let's just deal with it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And little John comes in, <laughs> acknowledges that it's Michael, that he's yeah. come home. Oh yeah. 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 That whole and thing. Like, like he, he, he almost seemed like happy that or, Michael or at came least home. resigned like yeah. there was a little bit when I was watching it the second time where I was like I could understand if someone watching this was like oh god is this guy like a part of a Michael cult the way he says that mm-hmm. the, like you came home like you almost expect the next line to be like good yeah now go out and do something yeah. like oh my god it was little John all along <laughs> he was in charge holy shit the curse of little John uh, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, he just, he just gets murdered. Yeah. Um, I will say we talked to like a tiny bit about him cause there's really so much in this movie, but like Cameron in this movie, mm-hmm. I dug yes. that they give him a sort of heroic redemption mm-hmm. act. It made me like that kid. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I really, I was like, in that first one, he's such a dick that yeah. you kind of, it's it's that unfortunate phenomenon where it's like, you're playing the dick so well that I assume you suck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so seeing him kind of come around and play a more earnest and like good-natured mm-hmm. version of that character, I was like, oh, I, I kind of like him. Yeah. So I was a bit bummed <laughs> that he does die. Yeah. Uh, and his sequence, I thought, was one of those like, one of those weird ones where you're like, are you going to go there, movie? Are you going to finish this or are you leaving him for mm-hmm. later or something? Or is like, because when they're in the house, when they go in the house that he sees his dad is dead. Yeah. Which is like, you have to wonder if Lonnie had a moment of like glory when he goes in the door and he's like, I finally walked into the Myers house. Yeah. And then moments later he gets murdered. <laughs> like, oh, poor guy. Damn it, At Lonnie. least he got that moment. Yeah. Uh, but when, when he sees his dad dead and then Michael rushes out of the closet at him mm-hmm. and gives him like, stabby, stabby. He gets like two big stabs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there it is. And then Allison runs out and aims the gun at him. And then, you know, Michael deflects it and kind of beats her up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Cameron is just sort of laying on the floor, but he's not dead yet. Yeah. Because at first I was like, oh, there it is. Like, he's just going to like, blam, 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 blam. And he's gone. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, he's still there. And then Michael picks him up and is like, oh, God, here it comes. And he crashes his head through the banister and is mm-hmm. just like doing fuck all. T- I don't know what he was like trying to do. Yeah. With just, all the just like, clang, clam, bang, clam, boom. Having fun. <laughs> like, uh, really? Down, left. Yeah, right. right? Like he's doing uh, the Konami left. code or something. Yeah. Uh, with his head. <laughs> and then like, is just like, and like holding it down and just mm-hmm. like, holy shit, here it is. Mm-hmm. This is the moment. And, you know, Allison's screaming. And so you're like, oh, God. God, he's gonna do it and then he lets up because uh-huh. she yells at him you know she's like come fucking get me yeah, motherfucker and so he's like okay and then he leaves cameron there as he's like <laughs> but he's alive mm-hmm. so you're like okay they might still be it might be like a later in the movie he's out on a stretcher like oh this one's still with us and then michael's just like nah <laughs> and you're like fuck <laughs> i thought he was dead five minutes ago yeah. and i've been in like this limbo of like is are they oh, will he is he and then just <sighs> full on neck snap totally dead and then the like the ending sequence of this movie and it's so weird that we've like barely talked about Lori because she is kind of barely in this movie yeah it is a bit of a bummer but like the ending the whole big thing of the ending really belongs to Judy Greer mm-hmm. and her Karen in this movie. Which um, was a little bit of a Karen. She, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I thought I loved <laughs> that moment where she fully embodies the Karen when she's like, do you have security guards at this hospital? Because mm-hmm. that seems like something you should have at this hospital. Yeah. <laughs> she's going hardcore like, Karen. Okay. It was hysterical. I loved it. Um, but like her story, like the way that it starts with her is so unbelievably sad. Mm-hmm. Her washing the blood off her hands and seeing the wedding ring and then her just sitting in that room and sobbing yes. and oh. sitting with Allison and them talking about Ray. I, I was excited because after watching all of these movies, I wrote like, finally, a Halloween movie that lets its characters grieve. Mm-hmm. There's an actual moment of grief from these people about something that happened in the previous movie. And they're not just like, man, that was crazy when that happened, wasn't it? Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> moving on. Like this one is like, there's ramifications. Yeah, it's like that's still like within the last hour. For yeah, them. exactly. That was not that long ago. So like it being a huge thing for her and for Allison. Like, I also love that moment in the car with Lonnie later when he tells the story about Ray. He's like, mm-hmm. we were out on a canoe out on this lake with this shaman and your dad got freaked out by his own reflection and took off his pants and jumped in the lake. Do you remember that story? 
I mean, I know that he tells a story about doing drugs with with Lonnie. Does he tell that exact story? He tells that story, okay. but reversed. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. I did not realize that, like, yeah. they tell it about each other. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> uh, Which makes you wonder who was it. Yeah, who was it? Which, was I mean, really? in that case, it was probably Lonnie. Yeah. And Ray was the one telling the truth. But it isn't long for it to start really going sideways and Tommy Doyle shows up and starts riling everybody up <laughs> with no regard. Seriously. That dude is all gas, no brakes. Seriously, stirring every pot. Thing. He's literally, like, when he pulls up to that gas station, he's just like, I need able-bodied men, people who will get their hands dirty, everybody else go home. Yeah. And it's like, you are just, you are creating a vigilante mob. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. So once he shows up and he starts really riling everybody up, uh, that's when Karen kind of takes the like the rational role. Yeah. Where she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everybody needs to calm down. And then they start freaking out about the other patient who shows up at the hospital. So sad that he comes screaming for help. Yeah. And that's what winds up happening to him. Like, all he wants is help. He's so confused and scared. He yeah. left his umbrella in the car. Like, he's so lost. Did you mm -hmm. notice that? Yeah. Yeah, like, that dude is not in any place to to, like, be alone. Like, he needs some sort of, like, someone needs to help yeah. this guy. He can't just be wandering around like, oh, my God. And and the fact that that's the response he gets, that everybody decides that he is Michael and starts chasing him mm -hmm. uh, eventually until he just fucking kills himself. I read this one review where they complained about, like, you can't have this big, long, serious sequence of, like, the, the townspeople going mad and chasing this guy and him deciding to kill himself rather than face the wrath of the mob and also show his body splattered all over the ground like a horror movie. It seemed weird to me that, like, the inclusion of a shot of him dead on the ground all, like, horror movie splattered yeah. is somehow off the table if you made the scene before it too sad. <laughs> mm. it's like, if it's a sad scene, then you have to be you know, gentle you have to be about how they with die. Showing. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You have to only show but, someone's reaction to it. Yeah. Like, and especially considering the fact that like the whole point, it, like I hate the line that comes after it because it nails it home too hard and it needed to just be that shot to nail this home. Cause right afterwards, Brackett is looking at him. He's like, it's not him, Tommy, this isn't him. And he's like, and then he says, he's turning us all into monsters. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, obviously, yeah, movie. You really did not need that line. Yeah. But like the the reason for him being splattered all over the place was to show that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we've seen Michael dismember and destroy people throughout this movie. And then this is the end result of these people to show like, yeah, that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. that they are just as bad. And unfortunately, the movie really like <laughs> goes overboard <laughs> with hitting you over the head with it. Uh, but like, I don't know. It just this movie just made sense to me. Yeah. Like nothing about it. it, it honestly, it felt like when I left uh, The Last Jedi, like I saw The Last Jedi and I was like, that's pretty good. And I got online and I was like, what the fuck happened here? You know what I mean? It was like, it was like a, a, a nuclear bomb went off that I didn't notice when I was in the theater. It was just like, holy shit, the landscape is scorched. Like, I thought this was pretty entertaining. Like, it, uh, total mind-blowing stuff. Yeah, like, it I, seems the stuff that people give like so much of a shit about is just not at all on my radar. Like yeah. the lore and the this and the that. Like, did I have fun? 
Yes. Was it fun? Yes. That's <laughs> all I'm fucking looking for. This was so much fun. So much fun. And oh, it looked amazing. And beautiful. I will say this. When I first saw it, like when we were sitting there watching it, and that the end sequence starts when Karen shows up and she sticks him with the pitchfork and then fucking like curb stomps his head on the stairs. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, where is this going right now? Yeah. Like, is she full on going to kill him? Because like as much as, you know, the original movie is canon, which means that he took six shots from Loomis Mm -hmm. and he was still able to try to kill Hawkins partner and Mm -hmm. everything like, okay, that's kind of crazy. And then he gets his hand blown off and he survives that fire. He's taken a lot Mm -hmm. uh, as far as this movie and this like franchise, this branch of the franchise is concerned. But like. He still wasn't yet at like full immortal monster man kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like the fire at the beginning is one of those like, yes, in the real world, without fireproof clothing, mm-hmm. yeah, that heat and flames most likely, like the heat and the flames and the smoke would have killed him. Even if he was hiding in that room and jumped out at the last second, mm-hmm. like there was just too much flame and too much heat and he would, yeah. he would have been dead. Or- but in the, like the movie sense where it's like, oh, that's how he did it. He was hiding in there so he didn't get too hot and then he escapes real quick mm-hmm. so the fire doesn't get him. Mm-hmm. So you could still buy that he's like relatively human. Mm-hmm. And then... Karen stabs him with the pitchfork and fucking curb stomps him and takes his mask off and then he gets up. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God. And when they, they, cause they look at him, Allison's sitting there and Karen's looking at him and he gets up and they both have like a, oh, mm-hmm. kind of reaction. I was waiting for them to cut to some sort of like maybe profile shot of Michael mm-hmm. with his like neck all jacked up or something like she broke it but he's still going you know like some yeah. i was like where is this going <laughs> um and then he just stands up but he's just standing kind of normally yeah and i was like oh okay so so i guess it just didn't take <laughs> like i'm wondering how far they're really pushing this and then she leads him on the little chase with the mask in the middle of the road mm-hmm. the lights turn on karen gives another gotcha Mm-hmm. moment which i thought was a great little callback yeah uh and everyone's there ready to fuck him up mm-hmm. like they are here to finish the job yeah and you're sitting there like okay so there's a lot of people mm-hmm. uh but he did just get right the fuck back up after what he just took yeah there's another movie coming <laughs> you know like that <laughs> there's no way to not have that in the back of your mind yeah so you're like how like poorly planned is this attack gonna be mm-hmm. that gets michael out of this yeah because clearly it's gotta happen and then he takes those like four gunshots to the chest six six okay I and drops to the ground and i'm like oh that's where they're going so he is somehow more than man yeah because he takes those shots to the chest and even though he doesn't get up until a while later because once he hits the ground there He's on the ground. Then yes. they start beating him. Yes. Then Karen stabs him and all that shit. <laughs> I counted there were multiple baseball bats, six pistol shots, at least one golf club, and at least one crowbar. Yeah, like he he takes a beating. Uh, yeah, and, and then and the he, knife. Yeah, and then Karen. Essentially his like upper spine. Yeah, like his spine essentially just straight into his back. And so you're like, okay, so something, unless they are going in a totally crazy direction. 
and Michael is dying here, mm-hmm. and they do some sort of like terrible uh, Halloween four <laughs> tease that someone else is becoming the Michael mm-hmm. kind of move. Like unless they're going that way, he's getting back up. Yeah. So so now the things are converging in a way where like this next movie almost has to explain. Mm-hmm. what Michael's deal is because they made such a big deal about the house yep. and the sister and now he is fully immortal mm-hmm. can take gunshots and stabs to the neck and all that shit and just get up and slaughter everybody mm-hmm. like I it, loved him slaughtering everybody yeah, I was, heard people complain about that it was beautifully choreographed yeah it was just this like hysterical over the top mm-hmm. like Michael doing what you expect Michael to do to a crowd of idiots yeah. and just slaughter his way through it it's just that people got seemingly upset that it was like, what, they bring Brackett and Tommy Doyle back and just to kill him right at the end in like a goofy little way, like not even a real death scene. And I was like, like okay, for one, Brackett is like about to kill him yeah. and gets that like knife out of my back slash your throat kill, which yeah. is tight. Yeah. And then also Tommy gets the like poetic death from his line earlier about how if he's going down, he's going down swinging mm-hmm. and he swings at Michael, takes the gut shot. And then Michael baseball bats his head in mm-hmm. like all, awesome. All while it's like this, like rotating art. Yeah. This shot. weird like, fucking art house, Michael slaughter sequence. I don't know. It's, it, it totally works for me. Yeah, no one else has been through the torture we have. I this know, month. like I swear that that's a huge part of it. Is that people look at it and they're like, "This, I am comparing this directly to the original Halloween, and therefore it is garbage." And Michael is garbage in this. And it's like, like okay, you watch shut your mouth. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, watch every other fucking sequel to Halloween, and then look at this movie and just be happy that you got it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Instead of it being like, well, there's the original and. Well, there's the original. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least these movies have some form of, like, that's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Even if it's not the greatest movie. Yeah. Even if it's, you know, in this case, this is the third mm-hmm. installment of this series. So it's like, yeah, it's the it's a sequel. It's it's going to do what yeah. it does. I don't know, man. Like, People it's, were it's asking gonna... way too much of this movie. <laughs> and I had a fucking blast. I thought it was so much fun. I... And I was truthfully surprised by the very ending. Yeah. Like, Michael gets up, he kills Tommy Doyle, he kills Brackett, he kills everybody else. That's sort of expected. Mm-hmm. I was sort of expecting it to be a thing of, like, and then Laurie gets word that Michael is still on the loose, or, you know, something like that. Some sort of, yeah. like, or you thought just, he was and down he and gets he's up, not. He gets up, walks away, and that's it. Yeah, right? Like, okay, and then the sequel's gonna cover it, alright, whatever. But them actually going through with uh, fucking Karen going up into Michael's sister's room, old room, uh-huh. and Michael actually showing up, and he just does it. And yep. it's it's cold and emotionless. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like he doesn't give a shit. He didn't kill her because it's Lori's daughter. No, he killed her because she was there. He yeah. killed. He was trying to kill Allison because he came. She came in the house. Yeah, not because she's Lori's granddaughter. Like yeah. I like the fact that this Michael is just like doing what he does, mm-hmm. and everyone else is like they make themselves important and put themselves in his path. Mm-hmm. And like that's the whole thing. He does not give a shit. He is just he he is exactly what Loomis describes him as in the original movie. You know what I mean? Which is what I think is great. It's just like lifeless eyes. There's no response. There's no nothing. There's just evil. Mm -hmm. There's no he's not doing it because he's being told. He's not doing it because he wants someone Mm -hmm. or anything like he wants something. He wants to go somewhere. He just wants to be home, apparently, and left alone. I guess. But it's like but the killings, they're always 
staged and you know he's always doing things to the mm-hmm. bodies like he clearly enjoys that part of the job yeah he's theatrical yeah like he's big on the murdering yeah uh so like that's just something that he's always gonna do but it's never personal yeah you know it's not like he's there to kill you because you did a thing mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just like i'm heading this way anyway you're in my way here it comes yeah like oh sorry oh it's sorry uh, oops here i go killing again like that's just that's just how it rolls and i'll say that i had a blast i did too i know i've said it a couple times but like after the garbage we watched this month oh god like this was just like it no it's not you know a perfect anything yeah, it, it's not like, an elevated horror movie of, yeah. of any you know it's not some it's just it's a slasher sequel yeah it's, and it's, it's perfectly done in in that way yeah were people really that upset about like it not having anything to do with Lori? like that she's not the important one like you know like, like that's that's what drew me to this new timeline in the first place i was like mm, awesome i yeah. think that's stupid yeah i don't like that idea the reason the original one is so scary is because it's just like She'll do. Yeah. You know, like, She's oh, here. God, exactly. Like, That's so much scarier. Yeah. Than it being like, I'm here for a reason, sister. Because mm-hmm. then it gives him some sort of objective. And that kind of wrecks it for me. That's yeah. not what I want. You know, and it's like, if that's just me and everyone else is like, well, I'm really looking for a directive out of Michael. I need a motive. Well, then I'm sorry. This one yeah. wasn't for you then. Yeah. <laughs> this one was for me. Yeah. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get it, man. It was, it was great. Something that I did notice that I thought was uh, kind of hysterical that I didn't like immediately pick up on in the original, kind of obviously, uh, <laughs> when the cops uh, check on Lonnie when he's a little kid, when he's laying there, when Michael walks up and then the cops are like, hey, kid, what's up? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Lonnie gets all spooked and he's like, the boogeyman. Oh, and he starts to run away. As he's running away, he yells back to Frank and his partner, he's going to kill you. Oh. And I thought that was kind of funny. But it's like, <laughs> you're right, kid. Frank is going to kill him in yeah. just a couple of minutes. <laughs> I was like, that had to be an actual, like, foreshadowing, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. he says it when the cops are on the screen. Yeah. So, like, that's, yep, he is. That's right. Yeah. Um, But I was not a fan of the multiple floating pumpkins in the intro. Yeah. I did not need all of those no. fucking pumpkins. I would have so much preferred a single out-of-control fire jack-o'-lantern yes you know because it eventually does that Mm -hmm. like it starts with a billion of them (laughs) flying all over the screen and then eventually it settles on one that's on fire and then the flames die at the moment Mm -hmm. that uh david gordon green's name pops up which i thought was awesome (laughs) but i was like that is way cooler if it's just a single pumpkin yeah i wish it had just been that but that's a minor quibble yeah (laughs) other than that i think that's an awesome alternate one you know what i mean because mm-hmm. it's like halloween the original just the jack-o'-lantern yeah halloween 2018 is the decomposing jack-o'-lantern coming back to life yes and then this one is a jack-o'-lantern out of control on fire and mm-hmm. i was like that's so perfect yes all of them i mean obviously the original is just the original mm-hmm. and then the other one being like hey this dead franchise whoop, here we are back again yeah and then this one is like and now shit's on fire <laughs> <It's insane. laughs> everything's fucking crazy holy shit like you could have titled this movie Halloween on fire and it would have been (laughs) exactly the same amount of sense (laughs) oh man but uh unless there's something very specific that you've got I believe that that is going to wrap it up for this episode and this month on uh, popcorn for dinner super glad 
that this was the final one. Super glad to have finally seen it, to sit and talk about it. Uh, I think it's on Peacock for like another like month or so. I will probably watch it again. Yeah. I will at least watch that prologue again <laughs> like a hundred times because I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And I legitimately want more of that somehow. I think that would be the coolest fucking thing in the world to make. Like I'm now my brain is just going to any other franchise and being like, make a sequel to the original in the timeline of the original somehow using all these digital effects because it's awesome. Let's yeah. just do it. Let's do it right now. Now that I know we can. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber <laughs> 2 made as though it was made in 1996. Let's do it. Boom. <laughs> like, how amazing would that be? That would be so fucking cool. Oh, it would be crazy. I don't know. <laughs> oh, but uh, this is Jeff. And Kelly. I'll see you at the finish line, buddy. Hey.